Strawberry Spring, based on a short story by Stephen King. Is someone there? No, 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 don't! Help! There was a murder on the campus. Hello, Spring Hill Jack is back. Stream music from the Strawberry Spring soundtrack. Original score and soundtrack from Strawberry Spring, featuring Daddy Longlegs by Yakuza and the Bear, now available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Music, Spotify, and anywhere you stream good music. Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear, because for years he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So keep the animals safe, especially the cute shirtless one. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and I'm the host of The Daily Dive, a daily news podcast covering some of the top stories of the day. Every morning, I'll connect you with the writers and journalists who know the story so you can stay up to date and make informed decisions. On the podcast, we'll give you the latest on the pandemic and vaccine mandates, keep you in the loop on the world of politics and how it affects you, and give you the lowdown on tech and entertainment. Catch a fresh episode of the podcast every Monday through Friday. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, and it's easy to see why. Listen to The Daily Dive on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for coming on Ball Talk, Rob. I'm so glad to be here, guys. Yeah. Are you? So that's so exciting because you're also, by coming on the show, you're willing to go bald. Like it yes. is a commitment, yes, which is so cool. I'm sure Starting. Olivia taught you about that. No, yeah, she didn't. That's like when we're done around 3.30, you're going to start going bald. Yeah. Uh, she didn't. No one said anything about, <laughs> about going well, bald after the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's kind of implied. Like if you're going to come on a podcast that's about being bald, you're not going to have hair like that would make no sense so yeah so after this uh, no mention was made of me any requirements of me to become bald at any time oh so you didn't get like a little package of cream that you were supposed to apply to your head afterwards i did get a package i haven't opened it yet i uh, here's a, a rule of thumb is if you get something in the mail you don't want to know what it is put it on like start using it immediately that's that's the opposite of good advice All right, everyone, you hear us talking. Hello and welcome to Bald Talk, the podcast wherein and upon which two bald comedians interview bald comedians, actors, writers, directors, producers, vagrants, thieves, winners and losers, and really anyone that's bald about being bald. I'm Charlie Sanders and I am bald. And I am Brian Husky and I am also bald. Well, Brian, today we are once again, for the second time, going to betray our audience by interviewing a haired guest. Ugh, gross. He is not bald, but at one time he was bald because... We're assuming when he joined the Marines, he had to shave his head. Is that correct? That is affirmative. Okay. So he was bald. So he counts. Yes. They did shave me. Okay, cool. So it counts. Hey, shut up, Riggle. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't, <laughs> don't be mean to Riggle. I want He's to. taking time out of his day. He's. I don't know if this counts, but I mean, I do. I am a hair, but I got a little patch back here. It's trying. Oh, yeah. So it's beginning. This is also an audio medium, so you got to describe what you're doing. He's pointing to a little patch on the back of his head. It's, it's called a monkey's butt. That's what they call it <laughs> Ew. on the street. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of different. There's balding patterns. And everybody's seen a, a monkey's butt. It, it's, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a type. We're really, like, we're going so far off of our normal model <laughs> at this point. I love it. I love yeah, it. it's exciting. 
Okay, our guest was a lieutenant colonel in the United States Marine Corps who served in the war in Kosovo and the Afghanistan War. He's also an extremely funny comedian and actor. He has too many credits to name all of them, so here are a few. Our guest was a cast member of The Daily Show and Saturday Night Live. He's also appeared on The Office, Arrested Development, and in The Hangover, The Other Guys, Step Brothers, and much, much more. Our guest, the hilarious Rob Riggle. Rob, welcome to Bald Talk. Rob! Oh, yes! And it Get is him. pronounced Riggley, right? Rob no, Riggle. it's Riggle. Just okay. Riggle. All right, thank you for clarifying that. So, Rob Riggle, it's so Riggle. good to have you. It's not French. It's not. There's no. You're adding too much to the end. It's just Riggle. Rhymes with giggle, wiggle. It's just it's a real simple. Just put an R in front of it. Riggle. Okay, Rubri Riggle. Rubricle. Okay, Rubricle. And you were uh, comedy partners for a long time with Robe Hubel, correct? Right. Rob Hubel. Yes. Rob Hubel. Mm. You guys know. You guys know him. We all. I feel like we all, we've worked together for like. Almost two decades. I feel like you know we know each other. You guys, yeah. I, I know you very. Well. I'm surprised you're struggling with the name. That's I all. Just, just feel like it is such an unusual name, and I've never heard anyone pronounce it the correct way. So it just, I feel like at this point, it's that kind of thing. You're like, oh, I just, I can't say. I'm sure you're in a position where you can't say anything, but we want to like set the record straight for everybody. So yeah. it is Rob Riglay. No, and so that's because I recall the show. It was Rob Riglay and Robe Hubel in mm-hmm. Kung Fu Grip. Yeah, Kung Fu Grip. No, it was Kung Fu. It was it was Kung Fu Grip. It was a two man uh, sketch show, and uh, Rob and I did it many years ago. And we had a blast. We we really enjoyed it. It was uh, a really good. It was a good sketch show. Yeah, it's sketch. Oh, I see what the problem is. Okay. Yep. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. We're, we're good. good. I, All right. Cool. Yeah, because I thought it was strictly on names, but I'm seeing bigger issues, so okay. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on Ball Talk, Rob. I'm so glad to be here, guys. Yeah. Are you so? That's so exciting because you're also by coming on the show, you're willing to go bald. Like it yes. is a commitment, yes. which is you will so have cool. To go after. I'm sure Starting. Olivia taught you about that. No, yeah, she didn't. At, like when we're done around three thirty, you're gonna start going bald. Yeah, uh, she didn't. No one said anything about <laughs> about going bald after the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's kind of implied. Like if you're gonna come on a podcast that's about being bald, you're not gonna have hair. Like that would make no sense. So yeah. So after this, uh, no mention was made of me, any requirements of me to become bald at any time. Oh, so you didn't get like a little package of cream that you were supposed to apply to your head afterward? I did get a package. I haven't opened it yet. I Here's a, a rule of thumb is if you get something in the mail, you don't know what it is, put it on. Like start using it immediately. That's that's the opposite of good advice. That's That's the opposite. I mean, we've had all kinds of, there's all kinds of crazies out there and you shouldn't just do things without some sort of explanation or a trusted source or mm. I just, I literally there was a bag dropped off Someone pounded on my door really hard, yeah. really aggressively, and screamed. And this was at seven this morning, wake the fuck up. And then by the time I got out of bed and got down there, I was really kind of scared. Um, no one was there, just a bag, a paper, brown paper bag with yeah. um, a tube in it that's literally just says ointment. And then a, a three by five card that said, put this shit on now. Yeah. Did you? No, of course not. Oh. But you're a Marine. Like, you are part of your training is to just, you take, you you follow orders. So, I mean. Yeah, well, yes. But that's, that's you're taking that out of context as well because that's. I, well, I mean, it's a combination of you do, you come from an improv background like we do. So, it definitely, when you're given an initiation, when you're given the start of something exciting that you don't know where it's going to go, like, right. put the shit on. And to say no to that is kind of a betrayal of if we were on stage perhaps i could you may have a point but th- that's not mm. the case. this came somebody came somebody i don't even know came to my house uh and pounded on the door but you're saying that during a pandemic we should be doing live theater 
Rob, this is insane. Like, no, of course not. I'm not saying that. I mean, UCB, you can. that's like 150 people stuffed in a really tiny space. I feel like COVID-19 is going to rocket around that room. So that's, yeah, of course, that's a bad thing. And that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I did not put the ointment on my head. All right. Well, Rigley, just do it after, after this and, and let's just get into that. But anyway, you know, let's get back to, let's get back to being bald, like in your future as a, as a bald person, y- you had a little, you had a little taste of that, right? In the Marines when they I uh, did. Yeah. When they shaved our heads. How fast does that happen after you um, enlist? Like, do you sign something and they start shaving? No, not that quick. You have to actually go to boot camp. Um, and then even then, it's like, it's the first day of boot camp, really. So it's within the first 24 hours of your arrival. And it's at their discretion. But they, it's all a processing. You, you know, you get out, you put your feet on these little painted yellow footprints. And then they start running you through the cycle, making you sign all these waivers and, you know, um, dropping off your clothes, picking up uniforms. They kind of keep you going, getting your inoculation shots. It's, it's a big cattle call. And then at some point in that mess, um, when you're scared and confused, they sit you in a barber chair and go, <laughs> so it's not graceful. They just zip it off. <laughs> oh, it's, it's brutal. They are not gentle. They're not taking their time. It's it's shearing sheep, and uh, you walk out. So it really is like that that scene in Stripes where uh, that John Candy is like, just take a little off the yeah. top of the side, and he's like, Brr. and those those shears are like industrial. So they they yeah. do they just they walk it from the front to the back and back and forth. They just go, <laughs> you are gone. Digging the little pokey things into your head. I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. They're just it's not gentle. There's some yanking involved, and yeah, it's it's not pretty. Do they do that? I assume they do that to control and humiliate you from the beginning, right? <laughs> it's just, it's just. I don't think the humiliation as much as the uniformity. Yeah, you know, no one's special. Everybody's the same. But it really is. I mean, is that sort of the philosophy, or is it sort of lice yeah. control? Or yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, lice. You got you know, it is a uh, uh, hygiene mm-hmm. issue, and it is a uh, uniformity issue. Because back in the '80s, people had big feathered hair, you know, and you can't be walking around <laughs> yeah, copping right. off. When somebody's, you know, somebody's struggling with hair and you got big, big flaming hair. Yeah. That's just, that's not uniformed. We all got to be the same. Yeah. So if you come in as a bald dude, you're like already. You skip that step. Yeah. You just, you actually get a, you know, they look at you and they just keep you moving. Yeah. So it's, it's one less painful thing you got to do in the first 24 hours. So that's five minutes earned to yourself in the military. If you come in yeah. bald, like that that's is. A, that's a, yeah. Oh, that's a sweet five. Take it for yourself. Might be the only five you get <laughs> for the next three months. So Yeah. <laughs> And do you do you keep it shaved for the whole time for all of boot camp? Yes. Okay. Um, however, they they let they let a little beaver pelt right on top grow, okay. and then they shave everything else. Uh, so by the time you graduate, you actually have a little hair right on top. Did you have any uh, Did you have any discoveries about your head when you got it shaved? Like you know? Yeah, I, I I think I have an ugly bald head. I think I got. I don't think my like some people have these beautiful bald heads that are very well rounded and gorgeous. Yeah. I think I didn't like the shape of mine. I didn't think I'd be a good bald person. What is it? Is it too? I don't like, know. It's uh, it's. I think it's too big on the sides. Yeah. Now that you're pointing it out, I kind of noticed that it expands for the top. <laughs> I had not noticed before until yeah. you pointed out that. Yeah. <laughs> it is a little brainy <laughs> yeah. looking. Yeah. Well, like anything, I think people would get used to it if if I if I, I put. I don't know. Like a head like that, I, I don't think they would. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the hat instantly back on. <laughs> See, I have a good bald head. I'm lucky. It's very uniform. Yes, you have a great bald head. Yeah, that looks good. I'm making peace with mine. I am basically, I mean, I one day I obsessively was like, all right, let me see. If I just shaved it all off, what, what am I talking here? And my <laughs> eyes are like right in the middle of my head. There's not, there's, it's a 50 50 split. Of you my look forehead. like an emoji. <laughs> yeah, I totally do. I just, I look like, you can flip me upside down and draw a, like a smiley face on my, on my forehead. I'd be the same thing. Well, you know, for me also, I got the, I got big eyebrows, big, mm. thick Brezhnev eyebrows. And, <laughs> uh, and so it, it, I don't know, it enhances somehow it, it, um, I don't know. It makes the bald stick out more. I don't know. It's something. Yeah. Uh, so it's like an underlining of the baldness. Yes. It really accentuates something and I don't know what it is and it's not good. <laughs> oh man. But you are going to go bald because of the cream and stuff. So you, you do have to make peace with us. I don't even know what this cream is. Do you guys even know what you We don't, we don't either. We just, we sure. met this. Yeah. We met a guy who had this like kind of dingy van and he was like, Get in our van. Yeah. It could be anything then. It could be some sort of hallucinogenic or, you know, it could yeah. be anything. Yeah. This guy was kind of a hippie. It yeah. It wouldn't surprise oh, me. Oh, well, guys. Everybody's had a different reaction to it. Guys, so. I'm not going to put the cream on that if you don't know the source. That's crazy. Well, his name's Mel. We know that. Mel? Yeah. Mel. Happy Mel. Yeah. Happy Mel. Uh, and he lives in a van and uh, sells topical creams out of it. Mm -hmm. Or he doesn't really sell them. He just sort of like offers them. Yeah. That's, that's worse. That's worse. We got a friend that we want to make bald. Do you mind driving over to his house, pounding on his door and leaving a bag with the ointment in there? Here's his address. Oh, I um, wish you wouldn't have given my address. Yeah. He's a nice guy. If you need somewhere to crash, this van looks pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. You can probably crash. Or if, he, or if he needs a place to crash, we said that you're a nice guy. So, yep. you know, it's about relationships in Hollywood. Yeah, no, I'm not. Hollywood's I'm, about relationships. I'm sorry. But I'm not going to. Probably not means there's a window of possibility, yes. which is great. I mean, again, going back to your improv uh, training yeah. and, and a little bit of your military training. It was just like, you know, you kind of go with what you're, you do what you're told. So I just wish you hadn't given my address or told him I wanted the cream when, you know, no one checked with me on that. Well, I mean, the weird thing, it, there was some cream on the, you, you took it out of the bag, right? I did take it out. Of, well, I had to see what to it see was. What you're making me nervous with the question like that. Well, I'm just, he, we said like, there's a chance he won't put the cream on. So just put a little bit of the cream on the card and on, on the, the, the tube, on the tube. So yeah. And earlier during the show, you were showing us about your hair pattern. Yeah. You're was, your hands. Yeah. So you have applied some of it. Yes. Yeah. You've already applied you were some effectively of it. spreading the ointment. Well, that's, that's terrible. That's like, that's a trick. Actually, you the hair on your hands is gone. Well, I did. Now that you say it, I noticed my hands are completely bald. Yeah. The backs of my hands are completely bald and yeah. there's a burning sensation. I'm not going to lie. Well, that means it's working, which is great. How does that mean it's working? It's working. It's working. The burning means it, it's working. That's the, that's his slogan. That's what Happy yeah. Mel said. That's terrible. If it's burning, it's working. That is the worst. He tried to, he tried to rhyme. Yeah. Rhyme. We suggested just like, we're like, why don't you just say feel the burn? If it's burning, it's working. And that's his motto that from his van, that's his marketing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, if it's burning, it's working. This is bad, guys. This is bad. <laughs> this is just. And he ah. says it a lot. I mean, for athlete's foot, I could see that being a saying, maybe, you know, for athlete's foot medicine. All right. For some sort of hair cream. I don't know. Well, I mean, think about the people. I mean, you're you're a guy with hair. You have a lot of hair, right? Think of these people who have too much hair. Like the that it, it is so much hair on their head. It's yeah. just like it's hot in the summer. It's a burden. Or like their hands get stuck in it when they rake their hands through it. Or yeah. birds. I don't know if that's a birds thing. Land I don't in know it. if that's it a is, thing. It is. Yeah, a nest head. It's called too yeah. much hair. Nest head. Too much hair. Yes. Yeah. I've never heard of anybody saying that. It's called follicle overgrowth. Well, that's the scientific term. Yeah, but nest yeah. head is the street term. 
it's not that scientific. It's pretty self-explanatory. But all right. Well, I I feel things burning. My hands are tingling. Okay. A little numb. Well, if you want, if you want less of the burning in your hand, it's better to put it on your head. That'll transfer uh, the burn. That's his other slogan. Yeah. It says that in smaller no, letters. No, no. I wasn't born yesterday. I know that's it's gonna literally take my hair off. Like Nair. Yeah. Uh it just literally strip my head of all hair. You have kids. Maybe right? for all time. And yes, I do. Do you remember where you put the ointment? Because if they get a hold of that, oh, yeah. you do need shit. to be really careful about that. Oh, shit. It can kind of affect their puberty and stuff like that. I, I, he's very vague about that part of it. God, I'm trying to remember where I put it. Uh, where did I put it? Where did I put it? I think I put it down by the potato chips. Oh, no. That's going to be. Do teenagers? I don't even know if teenagers eat chips anymore. Is that a thing? I think they do. I them? think that. Yeah. Well, Husky, you have a teenager. Does she eat chips? She loves chips. Oh, I mean, shit. yeah. Teenagers are always like, hey, did you chip today? They're always like, yeah, I chipped it up. That's what they call it. They call it chipping. Yeah, chipping. I'm chipping tonight. Chipping all weekend. Taking a chip shot. Chipping all night. Chipping all day. Crunching them chipping chips. Oh, my God. What kind of chips you got in there? I mean, the usual fare, I think. Doritos, Cool Ranch. Oh, those are the best. Uh, some Pringles. Oh, dude. You know. Yeah, those are the two best kinds. Do you have a chip, like, closet? Sounds like you got a chip closet. Well, it's a pa- it's a pantry. It's just a pantry. Uh, you know, I keep uh, bread and chips pantry. and, you know, some maybe a cookie or two. It's a little confusing. Um, mac and cheese, rice, cereal, mm. you know, just the, a lot of carbs. A lot of, yeah, a lot of carbs, actually. A lot of carbs. I'm working on that. I also have fruit. There's fruit here, too. They're not going to be interested in that. No, it usually goes bad and I throw it away. So but you have it out just to kind of. Yeah, and I keep pointing at saying, hey, get something healthy. Yeah. And then I, I usually go get chips myself. Um, but I tell them, I'm good at telling them. I tell them all. I tell them every day. Get something healthy, goddammit. Well, you know, stuff like that. As long as they don't have any of that, uh, um, if it's burning, it's working ointment on there, yeah, or, or near it. it can Actually, be- I'm feeling a little irresponsible because I have lost uh, accountability of the ointment. I don't know. I forget where I put it. Like I said, I think I put it by the chips, but I could be wrong. Well, when you go bald and they go bald. It's just gonna be like that'll be solidarity. It'd be kind of cute, a matching bald family. I, I guess cute in the eye of the beholder. It'll make for interesting holiday pictures. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Good holiday card. Good Christmas card. We can have the kids on the podcast then. Yeah. If they go bald. If it if it does come to fruition that we all go bald, I'll try to make a creative Christmas card. I guess where I'm like we all dress like elves or I don't know something that we can accentuate the the new look. I guess I don't know. I just don't know. We could do something with the. Ears, maybe distract from the head. Spock ears. Yeah, do you think you're going to get surgery to, like, commit to it? Like, get your ears done? Like, get them cut no. or something in a way? No, no, oh, no. People. No, 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 no. Nothing permanent. It would just be a, a lighthearted holiday hmm. thing, you know. Interesting. That you don't commit to things. I do commit. It's The whole bit would be a kind of a commitment, to be honest with you. But I'm not having, I'm not doing any surgical additions or modification. Well, you agreed to go bald for the podcast. I mean, that that shows a level of commitment. I didn't. I actually didn't. I didn't agree to it. Actually, Rob, do you remember the last time you what was the last showbiz thing you shot? I shot a, a episode of The Unicorn. Did you sign anything? Yeah, of course. I signed a uh, you know, standard contract. Yeah. Was there did you happen to notice um Happy Mel slipping a sheet of paper into the pile of papers you signed in your trailer? Not really. Uh I didn't. I signed. I just signed there, and then the rest I kind of turn over to my business manager and let you know him figure out the taxes of it all. So. I, I don't want to bum you out, but your business manager's in on this. We talked to him about uh, you signing on to Bald Talk, the legal agreement to lose your hair, and a bunch of other shit was in there. I can't. Remember. That was the top line. But 
And to be fair, we we thought, okay, he's going to be on a show with a fellow Baldy, Rob Cordry. Oh, yeah, and former yeah. guest of Baldy. And, yeah. and yeah. you oh, were yeah. probably right. like, hold on, Cordry is on is a series regular on a network show, and he is bald. And so we're probably like, yeah, he's going to want to get in on this action too. Because we're two bald dudes with yep. a podcast. We have yep. our own podcast out of it. So no, I, Yes, I know. I'm, yes. There's like career advantages to being bald. You know what I mean? No, I hear you. I hear you. Like if one of us died and you were bald, you could take over as co-host with yep. me or Brian. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, I'm very surprised uh, if my manager, business manager, was involved in some sort of trickery with me signing a contract agreeing to any kind of I don't, physical I, altercation. So yeah, I wouldn't call it trickery. I would say opportunity. And that's how we present it to him. We yeah. say like, hey, we have an opportunity for Rob. If he would like to do our podcast, all he has to do is sign this, you know, can you slip this in? And he just said yes. He, he said yes. It yeah. he, he said, wow, that it. sounds like uh, we could really rocket this guy's career to the top. Toppermost mm-hmm. to the poppermost, he said. Yeah. He says that all the time, right? That's what, wait, say that again? He said what? We're going to rocket his career to the toppermost of the poppermost. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that doesn't sound anything like my business manager. My business manager is uh, very buttoned up, very uh, singular of vision and, and very articulate. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't do sing-songy things. He, he seemed like a chill dude. We were there on a Friday. It was casual Friday at the office. Casual Friday, and we were like, hey, you chipping? We came in with some chips. We were eating chips. And he was like, hey, you guys are chipping too. Yeah. And he had a bowl like, full of cocaine. He dumped it out. We poured the Pringles and the Doritos in and mixed them together. You guys didn't talk to my business manager. That's not my business manager. His name's manager. Del Dupree, right? No, it's not. No. Del it's Magic not Fingers Del Dupree. Dupree? No, it's oh. not. Did you say Dell Magic Fingers Dupree? Yeah, that's the guy. We, that's what his yeah. name plate No, said. that's not him at all. That's no. That's oh. that's too long for a license plate. That's an illegal license plate. He's, that's not a real <laughs> license plate. Well, come to think of it, it did look like he taped a piece of paper onto it. Dell Magic yeah. Fingers Delpree? <laughs> Dupree. Dupree. Delpree would be an extra. Well, that's one letter difference. Yeah. Dupree versus Delpree. That definitely would. Yeah, it'd be more illegal. The fine goes up with each letter. I don't know who this guy is, but I think he's pulled a fast one on you guys, and he is out wow. there making promises that he can't deliver on. And I, wow. Well, he actually did because you ended up putting the ointment in your hair. So I didn't. I didn't put it on. Apparently, the the bag and the uh, tube were laced with the ointment, and I was again uh, hoodwinked into doing something I wasn't aware of. Correct. All aboard, talk. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Football is back. And the best bet you can make is downloading the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It doesn't matter if you're new to gambling or an old pro. FanDuel has something for everyone. And as an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you know your bets are safe. There's also never been a better time to use FanDuel. Because right now, you'll get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. You can even turn a small wager into a big payday with a same-game parlay bet. Just sign up with the promo code SPOTIFY to place your first bet risk-free on FanDuel Sportsbook. Download FanDuel today. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I want to get back to being in my community group. I want to continue having a soccer season. So I can throw parties again. (laughs) So I can go to her parties. (laughs) It'd really be nice to dine in instead of getting delivery for a change. So I can feel safe and protected for myself and my students. We each have our own reason for why we're getting vaccinated against COVID-19. What will yours be? 
Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for information on the COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Peace to the planet. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God. My mama calls me Lenard McKelvey. See, I thought I just had a face for radio, then some good white people at Comedy Central gave me a new TV show called The God's Honest Truth. Won't God do it? And you know they couldn't contain my blessed black and highly favored ass to just 30 minutes once a week. Nope, I'm delivering extended sermons straight into your ears like a dollar store Q-tip. Plus, the check already cleared so I can say whatever the hell I want. Like, cracker ass cracker. See? Listen to The God's Honest Truth on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Talking bald, yeah. All right, let's let's talk about being bald. Um, yes, it's my future. Who, who's your favorite uh, bald actor? Uh, present company excluded. Yes. No, no, no. Include us, please. Okay. Well, um, but it will be awkward if you don't name us. But go ahead. It's got to be an exact um, tie. Yeah. Um, Bruce Willis. Hmm. He's your number one. Rob Corddry. Oh. Um, and that's it. Oh. The only two bald actors you like? Telly Savalas. Oh. Because I like when he says, who loves you, baby? Yeah, that's a good saying. Yeah. For a guy who's not cool. And I say not cool. It's not, it has nothing to do with the baldness factor. Yeah. But he was the first to Full commit on. to full baldness. Well, Yul Brenner Yuli. beat him to the punch. Well, Yul Brenner, yes. But he also, Yul had a, a, a mysterious international vibe. Where Telly, mm-hmm. Telly was straight from the streets. His his vibe was straight raw sexual yeah. energy, all American. Yeah, and when he when he's in Dirty Dozen, when he's in Kojak, you know, and he's and he's got the famous lollipop and Who Loves You, Baby. Yeah, and he's it's all attitude. It's all attitude. And I remember searching, going, "Where's the attitude coming from? Mm-hmm. Why does he Why does he feel such a sense of bravado? Because mm. he doesn't have a luxurious mane of hair. So where's it coming from? And where do you think that? I don't know. Maybe it came from a, a sense of, uh, you know, bald power, which I'm not part of that. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys are, but there's a, maybe that's where it came from. Yeah. The bald power movement is, is divisive because there are definitely different factions yeah. who, in, who People interpret mistake what you that. For a skinhead a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Skinhead or they just, you know, it, it gives them a sense of entitlement. There's a lot of sort of like, you know, slipping ointment yeah. to people who don't want to be bald and like it, it gets messy and stuff. Yeah. Yes. That so, was a good example. Yeah. We're in some legal yeah. trouble, but we're, we're going to hire your, <laughs> your business manager, Dell uh, Magic Fingers Dupree. So not my, not my, not my business manager, Dell Dupree, Magic Fingers. Well, he is now because one of the things you signed in the, the forms that we put in your yeah, trailer was that you were transferring over to Dupree, Dupree Industries. Is now representing yeah. Magic Fingers. There's a Dupree industry. This guy has a fake license plate, and yet he has a company called Dupree Industries. It's not hard this to come guy, up with I'm a sorry, name for a company. It's not a big jump, really. This is bad news. <laughs> this is bad news. You guys, honestly, you're too smart to be dealing with these shady. There's shady people in show business, and Hollywood especially. There's just a lot of really shady people who are out to take advantage. I feel like you guys may have gotten in bed with someone that is just. Not uh, you know, not above board, and I'm I'm worried because I think he can do a lot of damage. Nah. He did have a bed in his office, and I did get in it at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus, Charlie! It was nap o'clock. Oh, was, just to take a little snooze, a, a five minute or. We'd been chipping hard that day, so we we're like, oof, all this cards. I, I was having a chip dip. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I I understand if teenagers call it chipping, you know, like because that's they're always looking for ways to make things sound cool or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. You guys don't call it chipping, right? You guys just say, I, I had some chips, right? No, I say chipping. Yeah, I say crunch that chip. And you say that you for know. every single chip you eat, right, Brian? One yep. at a time? 
I hold it up to my mouth. I go, I'm about to crunch that chip. I crunch it. And then I just crunch that chip. No, you don't. (laughs) Wait, so you, 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 you call it before you chip and then you, after you eat, you call it again. I book in that chip. Oh, yeah, every, every time. time. Yeah, you got to. I do it while I'm chewing the chip. I take a big handful and I go chip it. I'll chip in and dip it. Jesus, Charlie, you, so you talk with your mouth full and yes, Jesus. When I'm eating, when I'm chipping, yeah. No, okay, yeah. Please stop saying that because um, it's it's. I get it if it's the you know if it's the young kids on the street saying chipping. But. Well, we do have. You'd be surprised how young our audience is. Oh, our audience yeah. skews young, yeah. Oh, I, and I should explain who Telly Savalas is to oh, yeah, our listeners. Good, that's a good point. They probably, I mean, you just lost like 90% <laughs> of our audience. You're telling me, because I just, I'm, I think that's great. Yeah. But you're telling me you have a young audience. You're telling me that most of your audience is yeah. young. Is that what you're yeah. how, old are your, you? how old are your kids again, Rob? Uh, teenagers, you know. They're, okay, uh, so they're a, li- they're a little aged out of our audience, probably. Yeah. No, that can't be. Tween, we're big with tweens. It's like tween, no. tweens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tweens love... New girl episodes, uh, you know, friends. They found mm, that again. Bald talk, and then they found us. Bald talk, really. Uh, Bald talk. Yep, that app house party where they can be with their friends and sort of chat and stuff. Yeah. That's a big really? one. We'll, we'll drop in every once in a while just to make a celebrity appearance. Yeah, I didn't. I'm. You can knock me over the feather. I am surprised. I did not expect that. I really didn't. I didn't. I thought your audience uh, would skew a little. No. Mm-mm. No, no. I mean, we have older yeah, listeners, and we don't want to offend them. We like them. We're glad they listen, but it's just mainly. But they're, pro- but yeah, and our older listeners are usually uh, dads and moms driving the kids around. Yeah, and they've gotten into it via their kids, and they're like, "Put on that BT, yeah, dad." Yeah, put on that BT, dad. That's what they call it. They call it BT. Yeah, ball talk. I'm gonna have to ask my kids about that. I'd, I'd be interested to hear if they're listening to BT. Yeah. No, you don't say listen to BT. So you put on that. You BT. put on that BT. Oh, okay. Sorry. I got to ask my kids. Writing it down? If they're putting on that. Yeah. I want to see, or say, you dropping that BT or do I say anything like that? Or is it just no, no, putting no. it on? Just put, putting it on, dropping it. Did you it put it on weird. this weekend? Yeah, we, yeah, of course I put it on. It was the weekend. Did you get your, did you get your BT on? Okay. I got it. No, you don't say that. You, don't, you do not say, did you get your BT oh, on? Oh, sorry. I thought that feels like a kind of a natural thing that the kids would say. No, 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 no. Mm. No, no, that, no, no, That means a whole different thing that we can't say. You get ostracized. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, hold on. Let me cross that out. That's big. That's yeah, big. Definitely. I don't want, I don't want yeah. trouble. Do not want... say that at a dinner party. Do not say that. Phrase. Oh, definitely not. Please don't. Really? Yeah. I am learning so much. I appreciate, I appreciate the help. Oh, the bald world is a deep, rich world. There's yeah. a lot going on. It is. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, did I miss when you asked me the question? I went with some classics like Bruce Willis yeah. and, uh, you know, Present Company and uh, some other classic actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I miss someone? That, that, does, uh, who seems to be the most popular among your very youthful? Um, Sir uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh, classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot, too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick Cheney. He's a listener as well, but he's, his grandkids got him into it. Yeah, a lot of the Russian oligarchs, they love them. Big fans of those guys. Lenin, Putin. Really? Lenin, Putin, yeah. yeah, Lenin and Putin, Khrushchev. um, And the the, the guy, I'm blanking on his name. Gorbachev. The kids kids that are listening to your show are are dialed in on that, on these references? They know know more than we do. We learn. Yeah, they'll hit us up on TikTok and they're like, oh man, that Gorby run you did on BT this week. I was putting that on. I, I about I about spat out on my chippies, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's, I mean, I'm just, I'm so glad you guys are dialed in with yeah. your audience. That's amazing. I got a gift of a skateboard from one of them. I've been skateboarding around my neighborhood. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you'd think people would think a you know, 250 pound, 41 year old man skateboarding around, and, you know, skater pants from the nineties would be odd, but people are always like, keep up that skating. Yeah. That's what they say to me. That's the general consensus when you skate around the neighborhood. People say, and I'll hear it like 10 times when I go skateboarding. Just various neighbors yelling mm-hmm. at yeah. you? Yeah, or people passing by. Keep it skating. It's very supportive. Keep it skating. Well, it's Los Feliz, so it's a cool, supportive neighborhood. I'll be honest with you. Um, 41-year-old men on skateboards in California, very common. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but more so like Venice area. To, to be fair, Charlie's on yes. the east side. Yes. I'm spreading yeah. it to the east side. That's right. You are taking it back yeah. east side. Oh, that's, that's a good true. term, taking it back east. Can I borrow yeah. that? Yeah, of course. It's just write that down, Charlie. You don't want to. Yeah. Do you have? Uh, I carry around a little notepad with phrases that I that I know are current and and hip. Really? Yeah. yeah keep I, it in your back yeah, pocket. Yeah. If I'm in, you know, if I sort of run into some BT fans and they'll be like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Husky? It's so, you're so bald. I love it. I hope I'm bald in the future too." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. You're, you, don't worry, you'll get there." And then mm-hmm. I always like pull out. I have this little notepad and I pull it out and I carefully choose the next thing I'll yeah, say. Yeah, you take a long time to kind of page through it. I've seen you do it. Yeah, because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, I definitely don't want to say that phrase, that, which we will definitely cut yeah, out. We want to edit that out um, for sure. Whatever. You know what it is. I think, well, I saw the thing I said was, uh, did you get your BT off? Okay. I'm sorry. Now you I'm have sorry. to do it a third time, too, because of the rule of threes. I know. We're going to have like big, jumpy, weird gaps in uh, our I, episode. It was just uh, just for clarity. I was just trying to clarify for you because you were, seemed like you didn't know. Remember well, we're on Zoom. You could have checked. Put it in oh the yeah! Chat. Can you rewind to Zoom? You can rewind to Zoom. It was just get you, it, was, it was just get your BT on. No, that's three times I said. Let's get your ball talk on. You know, it's, oh yeah, that's four. Different. Now you have to that's, do it seven times because after yeah. the rule of three is the rule of seven, <laughs> right? I've never heard of the rule of seven. I've heard of Biz Buzz, Biz which Buzz. is like rule of seven. It's Biz Buzz, multiple of seven elevens. You know, it's a great improv warm up where you it's a math thing. You say Buzz on the multiples of seven eleven. I have is no idea. Yeah, you go one, two, three, four, five, six, buzz, mm-hmm. eight, nine, ten, buzz, twelve, thirteen, buzz. Uh, you know, it's just a warm. You didn't, I, I never did that. No, never did buzz. I would just turn all the lights off in that back room of uh, UCB on Twenty um, Sixth Street and just lie in the cold, dark grocery store basement to warm up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was full of uh, urine uh, <laughs> and, and spilled. Beer usually. You'd lay down. <laughs> it was pretty gross. Yeah, I would lay down. Yeah. Oh, why? There was there were chairs and couches in the green room. Why was there so much urination in the in the green room? <laughs> that was something I, I wish we had done more oh, about. Yeah. There was a lot That's of drainage. Right. There was there was a lot of drainage from the alley. A lot of people got confused when they would go searching for the bathroom. Yeah. And end up in that back alley, that back that uh, hallway, <laughs> and they would just go off fuck it yeah. and just whiz right there against the wall. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of drunk nights where people just be like, oh, fuck it. The line's too long. I'm going to go whiz in the hallway. Yeah. Um, also, a lot of the Gristidi's employees from up above the theater. Just would say, fuck it. Would just say, fuck it. And they would pee back behind the uh, meat counter, mm-hmm. which then would drain down into the hallway. Yeah. So, there was that manager at McDonald's that had the super long penis that he'd dangle into the room and pee. I, yeah, which I never, I didn't even know <laughs> how, how he was able to. I mean, obviously, I, I get the physics of it, but I just didn't. Anyway, that was that was yeah, that was pretty weird. Yeah, it was it was awkward to have to order McDonald's from him like later on. I didn't like it. I stopped going to McDonald's. I, I really oh. did. 
I'd go to that, uh, remember that little place around the corner? Uh, I don't know if it was a Chinese place, but I used to get um, chicken there. Mm-hmm. And there was a, the taco place? Yeah, oh, it was a taco place. That's what it was, it was a taco. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you get tacos Taco there. Bandito, I believe it was called. Yeah, that's the stuff. Mm. That stuff was terrible. <laughs> oh, I, I liked it. <laughs> oh, it was, I mean, it was brutal, but it satisfied. It satisfied. Exactly, yes. And that's, at the end oh, of the day, yeah. that's what you got. You know, you got to eat, and then you got to yeah. cut the cheese and take a whiz <laughs> in the hallway. Before you get on stage, don't bring that shit to you the stage. You don't want to. Don't bring no baggage on stage. No. Drop your baggage at no the No baggage on stage. Yeah. Leave the gas, leave the hot gas flow and the hot whiz in the hallway. That was our policy. Yep. Yeah. Talking bald, yeah. River Cafe Table 4 is a brand new podcast with me, Ruthie Rogers, founder and chef of the River Cafe in London. I'm Ray Fines, and I'm having an affair with the River Cafe. From family suppers to first dates, each week I invite a special guest to discuss their food memories, what they cook, the restaurants they choose, and the food they seek when comfort is needed. Years ago, it was sausage and mash. Yes. Now it's caviar. Ah, okay. (laughs) And on each episode of River Cafe Table 4, guests like Paul McCartney, Glenn Close, David Beckham, Jake Gyllenhaal read their favorite recipe, from one of my River Cafe cookbooks. I'm Jake Gyllenhaal, and there is truly nothing like Ruthie's slow-cooked tomato sauce. Listen to River Cafe Table 4 on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you know there are thousands of active cults in America today? Political cults, sex cults, acting class cults. But do you ever wonder, who are the individuals who get manipulated into them? I'm Liz Iacuzzi. I'm Tyler Meesom. Was I in a Cult is a documentary podcast showcasing the raw, dynamic, and inspiring firsthand stories of individuals who got in. And most importantly, got out of a cult. The truth is, cults are never what they seem. Because what you sign up for is not what you get. This is what happens. God sends a she-bear. They'll find a way to sedate you. Sometimes you would hear kids being beat for like, it seemed like hours. I remember people literally running out of the class screaming. Go into the temple and have roast beef with Jesus. So we then turned our calorie deficit into something that meant more because Keith likes his girl skinny. Why are people so obsessed with cults? Maybe because it could happen to anyone. And we should know. Because it happened to us. Listen to Was I in a Cult every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when there are parched or windy conditions out there, you got to be extra careful with things like burning yard waste. After all, wildfires can start anywhere, even in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only on I do want to. I want to apologize for all the times that we were doing scenes on stage, and I was like, "Ah, guys, I really have to pee." In the middle of the scene, I would yeah. break it and mention that. Kind of ruin the flow. It, well, tore down the fourth. Yeah, tore down the fourth wall just every time. Kill the reality. 
Every time. Yeah. You did it for years. We would have meetings. We'd have meetings where we'd say, hey, mm-hmm. uh, let's not talk about any, you know, body things that are going on. Just stay in the moment, stay in the character, play the scene out. You know, if you can add to it, great. Right. If something's really bothering you, like you do have to pee, mm-hmm. edit the scene or walk off, go back to the curtain yeah. and, and just kind of do your thing. And we talked about it. I mean, add length, you know, I feel like we, yeah, we over had- and over and over for, for years. Yeah, and you'd always acknowledge. You'd always you take ownership and acknowledge. It'll be a very sincere acknowledgement. I know, I know, and I really appreciate the feedback even now. I, I think my problem was when you were giving me the feedback, I had to go to the bathroom, and so I wasn't really focused. Yeah. Like I couldn't really hear what you're saying. Maybe we should have. Yeah, we should have let should've, you go and yeah. then after. Rather than we doing it on stage it we in front just, of the audience. We couldn't figure it out for years. We couldn't figure it out, and now that you say that, it hits me like a thunderbolt. Yeah. We should have waited until you came out of the bathroom or out of the hallway, yeah. wherever you were doing, whatever you're doing. Yeah. And that's when we should have addressed it with you because you would have been focused at that point. Yeah. yeah. I just wasn't, I couldn't, I'm one of those guys who can't go to the bathroom, uh, not in my bathroom. So, you know, back in you New York. A, a cab back to Brooklyn. Some of those days when you got to come in, you got to do auditions, maybe you did a Conan bit and you're going to do a show at night. I would not, I'd be holding it for 14 hours. So it was tough. I'll be oh, honest. Yeah. That's, so that's a, a terrible, terrible curse, especially in a big city like yeah. New York. Uh, yeah. When you're, when you are miles and miles, you know, you're always at least an hour away from home. Always. Yeah. Well, that's why that really, that's what motivated me to be successful. Is like, I, if I can get an apartment in New York where I can go to the bathroom, I'm set. Um, you were homeless at the time? Or what? Uh, no, I was living in Brooklyn, oh. but uh, I was, you know, I was like, if I could just get like a place, but I wanted a nice apartment around that bathroom. I didn't want to just like have a toilet. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? I um, well, so. that might've been a problem too, was I remember talking to you about that. Your standards were so unbelievably, and some would even say unrealistically high. For New York City where it's expensive. Because the, the apartment you wanted was, um, I mean, it was Upper West One Side. One wall of it was windows. I yeah, mean, like you, you wanted an entire wall uh, with natural light. I mean, like there's just like there's there's billionaires that can't can't afford what you hearing, want. Yeah, you know what? You are point. I should have gotten a place like in the meatpacking district or something closer to the theater. You know, maybe like the top floor of like one of those renovated buildings. That's still or, that's still uh, you know tens of millions of dollars, tens yeah. of millions. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, maybe you, you could get a studio somewhere around NYU. You know, and and mm. and have I'm sure would have a nice bathroom. Is all I'm saying. But you, I think you, I think around you, NYU, those those toilets are going to be garbage because all that. I mean, because college kids, they're just chipping and they don't they don't care about anything. You know, they're yeah, going to ruin that toilet. You think they'd get into your apartment somehow? Whoever the previous tenant was was probably some you know college kid, and that's why they they're desperately trying to rent it. You know, and so I'm like, I don't want this crappy studio. Like, give me, I need a three bedroom with a balcony. Because you, you need know, your bedroom, you need your office, you need your painting office. art space. Yep, yeah. I need my tumble room. Um, solarium. 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 Yeah, I need a wine a planetarium. vault. Planetarium. Planetarium. Would you say a wine um, vault as opposed to just a wine a vault? You yeah. seal it? A your, vault. your wine is yeah. sealed behind it like, like, like a bank vault? This is, well, I mean, when, <laughs> shit, when, when the shit goes down, oh. like people are going to come, they're going to be like, Where's the toilet? Where's the line? Hold on. Can I? I'm sorry. I just, I get it. You have a, you have a clear vision. You've always yeah. had one. And I respect that. Right. Uh, but a wine vault, when I, when you said that, that really hit the ear different and, and it made me, it creates a different picture. But then you went a step further and said, when the shit hits the fan. 
Yeah. You're, you know, we're all going to wish we had a wine vault. And I just, what do you, what are you visualizing there? Cause I'm, I'm not, maybe I'm not seeing what you're seeing. What do you mean when the shit hits the fan? When the, when the fucking train goes off the rails, right? Okay. Well, now you're just using another analogy, but what, when you say that, what does that yeah, mean to you? Factually. Is, yeah. All right. When the loaf is too small for the bread, you know what I mean? Like uh, when, no, when, you're just doing like metaphors. Tell me what that means. Like when you say when the shit hits the fan, what does that mean? That means when not the literal. Please don't do a literal interpretation. I know what okay. a piece that of shit hitting a fan. Right. I'm just saying, like, what? How do you interpret that? Because clearly, something you've got a you have a big vision in your mind. All right. Of, when the structures that we understand to be society come imploding upon themselves because of a collective realization that it's all a lie, then people are going to start to really go for what they want. And it's going to be a panic, which is going to involve, I got to go to the bathroom. I need some wine right now. I don't care where I get it. It's happening. You know what? I'm starting to see this, Brian. You're kind of bringing me around to your point of view. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? You're, you know, you're saying in the pandemic, it, it got real close to that. Yeah, it got close. It got you're real right. close to that. You got real close. And society is just yeah. a structure, a human structure anyway. Yeah. as a concept. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually, that's more, that's much more articulate. That actually kind of does paint a picture and it, it does help me understand. I still think you're pricing yourself out of a lot of options in Manhattan with uh, such a, yeah. the amount of, the amount of square footage you're talking about. It's a floor. Well, tremendous. I'm, I was a, I was, I was a younger man and I had a lot more hair back then. So I'm much more clear yeah. now. You know what I mean? Like I've got, there's the a brain waves can move a little freer without that hair. Yeah, there's there's not this disgusting like just sort of like growth pattern on my head. You know, it that doesn't a, feel like that's not a thing. The hair doesn't mess up your mind. It doesn't mess the way you think. It doesn't mess with your thought yes. waves. Oh, as it grows, it pulls ideas out of your head. Mm-hmm. Every hair is propelled by a thought or an idea. So you, in essence, you lose that thought with each strand of hair. And if you have any contact, I mean, you're an artist like we are. If you have any contact with your muse, it interferes with the telekinetic yes. conversation that you have with that muse that gives you the ideas and the insights you need to achieve your optimum productivity and uh, expression. In order to fully grab a hold of life and take it by the reins. I mean, you'll find this out. When the ointment starts to work, you're going you're gonna to see some real changes in your career. Rob, I'm sorry, Ruby. I hope I don't. I mean, I, it feels like, and guys, I'm, I'm not judging, but it feels like the rhetoric you just told me about uh, how hair interferes with creativity and mm. the telekinesis with between you and your muse is somehow interfered with because of, uh, of follicles. Yep. It sounds like, and again, forgive me, I'm just telling you what it sounds like. It sounds like bold propaganda. That's what it sounds like. Mm. And, and because I don't feel like anything you said just now is factually true. I feel like it's that's, not Balganda. It's not Balganda. It's definitely no. not Balganda. No, it just, feels like Balganda. I think he was just, it sounded to me like Husky was just coming up with that in the moment, not like he was reading it off a sheet of paper in front of him. Yeah. Well, now that you actually say that, it feels like he was reading it now. No, if I was reading it now, it would, and you know how I am, especially with the BT fans. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very careful about what I say and yes. how I say it. Yeah. So there would have been some long, long Huge. pauses. And and you would have heard paper slowly, slowly, slowly <laughs> turning. You would have missed dinner with your kids because you would have been on this Zoom still. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a blessing then. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Maybe, but it did feel it feels slanted. I feel like there's not. 
I feel like there's no perspective on well, what you just said with regard to, to hair hair interfering. I don't feel like there's a counterpoint to that. But you're coming at it from a haired perspective. You're coming at it from a person who is you're suffering from systemic hair issues. Like you're, yeah, yeah. you have a haired view of the world, and yeah. you're. Uh, and the okay. other thing is, like, you can't think as clearly as a bald person. Yeah, okay. your, your ideas are growing out and weighed down. Yeah. Wow, that's okay. I mean, let's talk about how 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 much time do you think about your hair in the day? I don't really. I mean, I see it in the morning. I make sure it doesn't look. You know, it's not pointing in a bunch of different directions and. That's about it. And then I, I wash it. Well, I mean, I'd say for the first 20 minutes of our podcast, you were really concerned about losing You're your hair. You're digging you in were there. like so obsessed with like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my hair because you guys did this. Well, that's because you guys, I thought I'd been tricked. I thought I'd, someone had given me a, some sort of ointment that makes your hair fall out. That you, Yeah, uh, that was. So yeah, so that concerned me because that was kind of against my will. That's not what I wanted to happen today. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, I mean, you said that I spent the first 20 minutes concerned about it. Well, that's, yeah, it's because it was a natural you know, I felt like a, there was a little trickery going on. But. Well, that's bald addiction. That's 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 or that's hair addiction. That's Sorry. hair addiction. Sorry. Bald addiction is just enjoying your baldness. There's nothing wrong with bald addiction. <laughs> no, no, you put it, you put addiction onto any anything. It sounds wrong, I guess, in some way. It sounds like you're out of control. Yeah. Is what it sounds like. Really, chip addiction. You know. So you're saying chip addiction sounds yeah, that, like I'm out of control. Yeah, it sounds like if you say you if you're a chip addict, then it sounds like you. Don't have any choice in the amount of chips you eat. You know, it's just, it's then you would say, no, you would say you're a chip addict. Mm-hmm. Now, chip diction means that you are going to speak clearly when you're saying some of the, the standard chip. Oh, phrases. God, okay, yeah, yeah. I got like that. when you're chipping. Okay. Let's do that. Also, kind of just a bizarre circumstance. Um, Del Dupree's assistant's name is Chip Diction. Is that true? Yeah, that is. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's yeah. Mm. That's Isn't that funny. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Actually, that's crazy. Chip yep. Diction. His name is Chip Diction. The first name, last name is Diction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his uh, his license plate is Chip. Loving to dip that Chip Diction. It's too, many, his, it's too many letters. It, well, it goes it goes way off the bumper. It goes way off. Kind of like this like, plank of wood that's attached to the back of his uh, Subaru, and it uh, mm-hmm. sticks really far off the edge of the the back. We've told him we, it was like you need to put some like fluorescent you know, little tags on there or something to let people know that it's, you know, why yeah. it's a wide load kind of thing. I hit it with my skateboard one time. I didn't see it. And I tripped it and fell off my skateboard. That, yeah. Well, I guess it's Chip's deal. I mean, I guess that's his thing. It Rob, seems, let me uh, ask you a question. As yeah. a, as a, a former military man, have, have you made use of any of that in your acting career? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. I mean, on some level, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I just got a little thrown. Um, I just need a minute. Yeah. So, yes, I have. I have. I have used. I guess you know when you're developing a character, you pull from your your whole life experience, and so there's a lot of characters that uh, I play that I have pulled from. So yeah, I guess is yes is the answer. Well, Rob, uh, we've loved having you on Bald Talk. Uh, Was informative interesting and uh it's been a, it's just been a great time we appreciate you taking the time to join us and, and yeah no no problem it's really uh, cool thanks man that that that's it that's that's the thing that's the yeah okay yeah, we hey, did it listen. we got you we did it's been 60 minutes yeah about. has it yeah that's amazing it flies by uh, right it really does yeah, amazingly yeah. when you're talking bald when you're when you're bald talking <laughs> it really does yeah fly by yep yeah it goes by fast 
Yeah. Is there any advice you want to give to people who are going like who are about to become bald like you are? You know, just don't don't answer the door um, would be a place to start mm-hmm. uh, unless you know who's on the other side mm. of that door. Really know. And then don't pick it. Don't pick anything up. Don't pick anything. That up. is a great that's a great metaphor. If you didn't drop it. If you didn't drop it, don't pick it up. That's mm-hmm. that's my advice. Nice. Yeah. Good one to go out on. That's a good yeah. phrase. All right. That was Rob Briglay, everybody. Future Baldy. Thanks for listening, Baldies and Harrows. Follow us on Instagram at Bald Talk Pod. And uh, download, listen, rate, review, and subscribe to us on iHeartRadio or um, iTunes or wherever you uh, get your uh, podcasts. Yeah, or go over to Twitter and check us out at uh, Bald Talk Podcast on Twitter. And keep on chipping, guys. Keep on chipping. Thanks, Rob. Someone to talk to. Brian and Charlie have a hairless party. And they are all there to invite you. No hairdos, no shampoos, interviews. Only on Bob Talk. Peace to the planet. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God. My mama calls me Lenard McKelvey. See, I thought I just had a face for radio, then some good white people at Comedy Central gave me a new TV show called The God's Honest Truth. Won't God do it? And you know they couldn't contain my blessed black and highly favored ass to just 30 minutes once a week. Nope, I'm delivering extended sermons straight into your ears like a dollar store Q-tip. Plus, the check already cleared so I can say whatever the hell I want. Like, cracker ass cracker. See? Listen to The God's Honest Truth on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a story that captivated the nation. Two brothers and their sister are on the run from authorities tonight. Three close-knit siblings known as the Doherty Gang go on a 15-state crime spree, evading police for eight days. Police say the trio have a stockpile of weapons, and at least one of them has made it clear he's not afraid to die. They're like modern-day Bonnie and Clyde. Listen to the Doherty Gang every Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Robert Evans, and bad news, everything's kind of collapsing. Good news, collapse means we have some opportunities. Opportunities to maybe make a better world, or at least a different one. On my new show, It Could Happen Here, Monday through Friday, we'll chronicle the collapse in real time, and we'll hook you up with the people who have a vision for a better future, so that you can make the new world better than the old one. Listen to It Could Happen Here on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.